This is Friday, December 23rd. You know what it's like to be in exile, away from home, and all that is familiar to you? Many years ago, when I was on a walkabout in Europe and the Middle East, I took a ferry from Athens to Haifa, Israel, that city in Israel up on the northern coast. There were not many on board because, as I learned once the ship had already gotten underway, the previous ferry on the same route had been the victim of a bomb attack that sank the ship. So people shied away from riding the ferry on this route the next time it came up. Though I knew nothing of this attack, and once I was on board, I made friends with a couple from South Africa. And here's what I learned from them. They were Jewish, but they had never been to Israel. As I spoke with them, I could hear in their voices the anticipation of arriving at the place they felt was home. They could hardly contain their excitement when we left Cyprus, and the next stop was Israel, home. It sounds like more of an idea, of course, than a place. For them, home was a place they'd only heard of, only seen pictures of. Now, it is true, there is this sense of connection that the Jewish people have with their land. The book of Joshua tells us how God apportioned the land of promise to the tribes of Israel. And the idea was that they would settle on that land for generations to come. It would always remain in their family. So imagine the devastation when Babylon arrived and cleared the land of people. They laid siege to Jerusalem. And they destroyed the city, the temple too. That was 586 BC. And Babylon brought the people home as refugees. And that leads us to our text for today. Here are the opening verses of Psalm 137. This is verse 1 to 4. By the rivers of Babylon we sat and wept when we remembered Zion. There on the poplars we hung our harps. For there our captors asked us for songs, our tormentors demanded songs of joy. They said, sing for us one of the songs of Zion. But how can we sing the songs of the Lord while in a foreign land? Here is a song that came from those years of their exile in Babylon. Of course, Babylon was one of the most advanced cities in the world at that time. The hanging gardens were there one of the wonders of the ancient world. The city was fortified, and you could find people there from almost every nation within a thousand miles. There were food and clothing, and the luxury of their world was all brought into Babylon. But the wealth and status of the city meant nothing to the Jewish exiles there. They only know that they're not home. They feel like aliens and strangers in a strange land, because they are. And you can hear the grief in this psalm. When asked to share their psalms, all they could do was weep and remember the place they love. I think deep within each of us, there is the longing for home. As we have learned this week, this is because God made us for Eden, for the place of security and peace and community and closeness with God. I think this goes even deeper than the excitement I found in that Jewish couple just before they set their foot on the shores of Israel. They were in for an adventure, for sure. 
but soon they would be returning to South Africa, and they would be leaving Israel behind. But God has put a longing in our hearts for fellowship with Him and for joy. And it is this hunger for joy that becomes one of the major drivers of our lives, pushing us to search for it as for precious jewels and to look for its coming. On Sunday, we looked at C.S. Lewis's explanation, saying that this is one of the most powerful proofs for God. Here is how he put it. Creatures are not born with desires unless satisfaction for those desires exists. A baby feels hunger? Well, there is such a thing as food. A duckling wants to swim? Well, there's such a thing as water. Men feel sexual desire? Well, there is such a thing as sex. So if I find in myself a desire which no experience in this world can satisfy, the most probable explanation is that I was made for another world. I like that reasoning. It's sound. Why would we long for home if there's no true home prepared for us? Why would we have this innate desire for joy, one that nothing in our world can touch, unless God has ultimate joy planned for us? Yes, it's because there's a joy that God has waiting for us. And Christmas, Christmas is the pre-taste, a time when we can see that joy is coming in Jesus as promised. Here's the great hymn of Christmas. O come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel that mourns in lonely exile here until the Son of God appear. Rejoice, rejoice, Emmanuel shall come to thee, O Israel. Let's pray. Faithful and gracious Father, fill us with joy, knowing that Jesus shall come once more. Cause the songs of the season to stoke in us praise for you this Christmas. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen.